there are always exposure risks and liability risks, but certainly incorporating can do good to minimize that. I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. Welcome to part three and final episode of our special mini-series helping realtors navigate the benefits of incorporation. From financial planning and employment and corporate law, each week for three weeks, we are inviting one of those professionals to speak to their particular area of expertise. This week, we are speaking with Andrew Chudnovsky from Eccleston, Hammer, Poisson, Neuwald, and Freeman, Corporate and Business Law, about the benefits, risk, and liabilities of incorporating for realtors. As you grow your real estate business and consider incorporation, let's get to my chat with Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for joining us on the episode today and welcome to our mini series on helping realtors navigate the incorporation process. Tell us from your point of view as a corporate lawyer, what are the benefits of incorporating when you are a realtor? Hi. Um, well, thanks for having me, first of all. And uh, uh, my name is Andrew. I work with the law firm Ecclestone Hammer and, and I work primarily with uh, small business owners. Um, and in recent times, there's been an uptick in uh, real estate agents and brokers who are incorporating their practices. Um, and generally, when I talk to clients about incorporating, they usually come to incorporate for one of two reasons, uh, and that is for, for tax purposes. Uh, and then the second is for liability purposes. I, I guess we can kind of um, dig into those a bit more. <laughs> yeah. So tell us from the tax pur- pur- uh, purposes, at what point do you decide to incorporate? Well, well, to, to be honest, I, I'm not, not a tax expert. So I do advise clients on the incorporating process. Um, I advise all clients to speak with uh, an accountant, financial advisor from the specific tax purposes for them and whether it's in their financial best interest or not, but generally speaking, the reasons, the tax benefits of, of incorporating are deferral of taxes, so um, paying a, mar- a lower marginal uh, tax rate on your income. Um, that's not to say that you can avoid paying that tax. Uh, you end up paying it down the line when, when you take the money out of your corporation, but the idea is, you know, generally, uh, if you're making more than if you're making more money than you are spending or you're budgeting for in your lifestyle, then um, you can keep the money within a corporation and, and pay a lower marginal tax rate on it and use that money for other purposes, whether it's uh, investments or uh, otherwise. Yeah. And from the liability perspective, uh, how do you guide realtors with that? Yeah. So so when we talk about incorporating, what you're doing is creating a completely new legal person. Um, and each corporation is viewed uh, the same way uh, a person is, and they're a, a separate entity to you as, as an individual. So in theory, if you are incorporated um, and you own the company, then, and there is some sort of risk or exposure or liability issues with the company, 
then that, that exposure is to the extent of the assets of the company itself, as opposed to you personally, if you're operating as you know, a sole proprietor, then your personal assets become you know, potentially exposed to any liability associated with your business. Um, I said in theory uh, at the beginning because there is case law out there that suggests there are times when you can look past the corporation to its owners, um, but that is you know, a much more kind of in-depth legal discussion. Uh, just to say that companies that are owned by one person, controlled by one person, have one director, one officer, there's more likely a chance that the courts will look past the company to the owner because the company is in effect just that one person. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. I get that. What are most common questions you get from realtors when they're considering incorporating and they come to you for advice? Yeah. Um, well, first is always the cost. Yes. <laughs> first is what it's going to cost to set it up. Um, the second is more about the process, what it means, what the regulations are. You know, can you have family members involved? A lot of people look to corporations for potential ways to, uh, I don't like to use the term income splitting, but essentially um, attach income or value to other family members. Um, so they, they kind of like to ask questions about that. Um, with, with a PREC, there are some limitations as to who can own shares. Uh, certainly any voting shares or any controlling shares must be wholly owned by the licensed agent. Um, there is room to potentially issue uh, non-voting shares, special preference shares to, to non-licensed individuals who are direct family members. So tell us a little bit about PREC and maybe what are rules to watch for? You talk about uh, that family part, but are there any others? Yeah, the big rule is is the, the controlling shareholder um, has to be, and not just the controlling, all, all shareholders who have voting rights must be a licensed uh, individual. Um, there are some naming considerations as well. Um, there are some limits to the type of business you can carry on as. So um, usually a PREC is, is an association with, with a brokerage and they can't carry on their own brokerage uh, activities unless they're also a registered broker. So there, there are some kind of technical rules depending on what purpose you're using the PREC for. Mm -hmm. Very cool. You talk about questions you get are the process. So what does the process mm -hmm. look like to incorporate? Yeah, so incorporating is actually quite easy in Ontario. Uh, we can get one done in a couple hours, really, assuming we have all the information we need. So um, usually what I like to do, and as opposed to using you know, an online service to incorporate, if you're using a lawyer, I would hope that the lawyer is going through some of these, these considerations with you, explaining to you what protecting your personal liabilities are and setting, you know, why setting up a corporation is important and the different types of share classes you can, you can issue and what that means and what voting means versus non-voting and special shares and going with, going through you with the regulations so that you understand. Um, but that being said, once we have the information as to who the directors are going to be, who the shareholders are going to be, what share classes are going to be issued, it's really uh, quite a simple uh, procedure. Uh, sometimes depending on the 
size of the business that the real estate agent currently has, we may do what's called uh, a section 85 rollover. Uh, and that those are the instructions to do that usually come from the tax advisors. But um, what a 85 rollover is, is a way to transfer your assets of um, your personal assets to the corporation tax-free um, or tax-deferred. And so there's some paperwork involved with that, which, which is an extra step. And, and from what I've seen, at least from advice from accountants, is usually it's a transfer of the goodwill of an agent. So you've got um, client lists and a brand, let's say, associated with your name. That all has inherent value. Um, so the idea is that you're transferring those assets that you own personally to the corporation. Um, exactly. And so we've seen some agents decide to uh, undergo that process uh, and some don't. It really depends on the advice of, of their accountants. And it would be depending on new agents, established one, they have a name recognition or? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's usually what it boils down to is is how much value there is in that kind of intangible asset that they have. Um, I think, you know, I, it would be less likely to see an accountant advise taking that step because there are fees involved with that um, for, for someone who's relatively new to their practice versus, uh, you know, an experienced agent who has a big book of business um, and, you know, a recognizable name across their area and stuff like that. So. One of the biggest exposure to liability small businesses have is through employees. Um, so usually if you're hiring, whether it's a contractor or an employee, an employee to, or an assistant of any sort, then, then usually that's a good sign that you're getting towards um, the need to incorporate in order to protect, to protect yourself from a liability standpoint. Um, so that's kind of one of the other, other than the tax reason, one of the main reasons I've had um, real estate agents come to me and look to incorporate is because they're growing their team. They might be hiring another agent even, and um, they're at a point in time where they're assuming a lot of uh, responsibility for for the employment of other people. And with that comes associated risk and exposure. So that's kind of the one of the main, the second main reason I'd say. So thinking of risk and all of that, what are beliefs to watch for when you're thinking you're gonna incorporate? Well, yeah, I guess it kind of goes to the exposure and liability aspect. There's, there's a belief that if you, incorporate a company, all of a sudden, you're just not responsible for anything, you know, all your personal assets are protected. And that's just not the case. So I, I, you know, I think people should be cautious about assuming that just because they incorporate, they're all of a sudden going to be wiping their hands clean of any potential ex uh, liability or exposure. Um, as we discussed, you know, the smaller the company, the less involved individuals, the more likely the courts may do what we call pierce the corporate veil, which means look past the corporation to its owners. Um, and then on top of that, there's director liability as a director of the corporation, you know, fiduciary responsibility to the corporation, and you have different types of um, responsibilities within that position. So there are always exposure risks and liability risks, but certainly incorporating can can do good to minimize that 
Um, and then I guess the only one, <clears throat> excuse me, I can think of off the top of my head as well is there's obviously, um, if you do have employees or contractors, you have a responsibility to their salaries and their pay. And you can't kind of contract out of that. If you if the company's low on money yeah. uh, or you're low on funds, you can't avoid paying your employees. So, um, you know, whether you're incorporated or not, there, there are still a number of uh, potential exposure and risks. Risk. Yeah, no, for sure. Sounds like the best thing to do if you're a realtor thinking of incorporating is to contact you. So where do we find you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that anyone considering it should talk to a lawyer, whether it's me or otherwise. Um, my The best way to contact me is through email, and that's andrewc at ehpnf.com. And our website is ehpnf.com. So I'm pretty easy to find. I'm sure you'll post the, the contact, but I, I definitely would suggest to any um, real estate agent who's considering incorporating to speak to a number of professionals, including their, their accountants, their financial advisors, lawyers, um, because there are a number of other, you know, potential benefits like use like investing through your through your corporation um, setting up benefits plans um, all the, there's a number of other kind of uh, side benefits I guess you could say associated with with being incorporated that you may not have um, as a sole proprietor yeah that's amazing that's really sums up all the aspects of this mini series too so that's awesome <laughs> great yeah no I'm, I'm happy to help and if anybody has any follow-up questions they can definitely reach out to me and i'll do my best to answer them yeah thank you very much thanks for taking the time today and to share all these uh, tips and advice for realtors absolutely happy to thank you thanks for joining subscribe to our podcast realtors conspiracy today i hope you enjoyed this special three-part mini series of the benefits of incorporation for realtors mm-hmm.